Hey there everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast. If you hear wind blowing in the background, I'm in the car. It is lovely school time of year and it's time you hear me talk to you guys from the pickup line of the school. <laughs> so, I get to my son's school pretty early, okay, because I want to get him, you know, get, get him from school as soon as possible. <clears throat> Now, with that said, you know, I watch other parents, you know, go in and get their kids and stuff like that. And I watch the dynamic between the parent and the child and everything like that. And I like to hope that everybody has some sort of decent relationship with their child. And the child has a decent relationship with their parent. Because I see the way my son is with us, you know, his mom and his dad, even his grandparents. And I just, I'm blown away by how interactive he is with us and we are with him and then I'll see other parents and see you know their dynamic with their kiddo and I'm just like you know I I feel bad but also it's you can't judge people based off of that one day you know unless you know a person's dynamic around you know their child you know a, a few days at a time you really cannot you know say much about it you know and I've had all kinds of different mom friends the in the terms of how they parent I've had friends who are very disciplinarian parents friends who are very dismissive parents uh, friends who are very present parents and those who are not present as much as they probably should be And it all comes down to, at the end of the day, you know, all of us parents, we're tired. All of us, you know, can fill our plates up with so much at a time, and we can only handle so much at a time. And everybody's threshold for how much they can and cannot hold on to is so different. And each one of my uh, parent, you know, mom friends, parents, you know, friends that are parents and stuff like that, all of us have our own mental health things, you know, journeys and things that we've gone through, physical health things that we've gone through, so, you know, we've, we try to talk about those things, you know, and having a good support group really helps, but when you have so many mental health things going on, for me, personally, it feels like there's always something mentally going on with me, whether I'm having a heart time with my ADHD that day, or the anxiety, or some of the little autistic things that I feel like, you know, that I do, you know, that I can't really dismiss that day, like I really can't work with it that day, you know, it really puts into play on how effective of a communicator I am with people, and I am not the best when it comes to keeping up with other people, I'm one of those people where I'm like, if I see you every day, then yeah, I'm gonna think of, you know, think about you and miss you when you're not around, but if you're somebody that, like, I only see at, like, kids' birthday parties and stuff like that, sometimes I don't even realize that it's been that long since I've seen you, and that is just something that I do, and there's so much scatterbrain that can go on, too, where it's like, I'll end up keeping in contact with one friend, like, for several days on end, and then I will forget, like, two other people, and it's like, 
having those types of, you know, friendships with other moms or parents and stuff like that, they get it, they understand because life gets busy and everything like that. I love being involved in everybody's kids' lives and things like that, birthday parties and football games, baseball games, softball games and stuff like that. I just don't push anymore to be present for those moments because if somebody wants me to be there, I figure they'll reach out, they'll invite us, and so on and so forth. So, with that said, I'm going to pull up a little bit because it is that time. They have a certain amount of time where, like, they are allowed to pull up and, like, get their kids and stuff like that. And I am pulling up right here because... There's a certain time when people aren't allowed to come get their kids, and I wait until that time, and I will pull up, and, um, yeah, so, there's no checkout past a certain time at the school that my kiddo goes to and everything, so, you gotta, if you wanna pick up your kid early, you gotta make sure you get them early. <laughs> so, what this whole podcast is supposed to be about is just, like, parental development parental awareness on how your parental relationship with child awareness I guess and just seeing how your kid is around you like if they're my son has a hard time vocalizing how he feels to me but sometimes he can go and he can talk to his dad about it that's fine I try not to feel bad about it it still kind of hurts sometimes but I, I get it You know, there are a lot of things, like, I couldn't talk to my dad about growing up that I could talk to my mom about, and vice versa. And, um, you know, especially because if you're, you know, a woman with a period, or a person who has a period, or whatever, you know, there are things that go on in puberty, both men and women, that are just more comfortable to talk to, you know, one, you know, parent over the other. And... You know, that even comes down to, you know, same-sex marriages and stuff like that. Or whatever type of relationship you're in where you are a parent of some kind. And, you know, I'm just really big on stability. I think if you can teach your child stability, you can teach them routine, you can teach them discipline. And you can sit and talk to them versus yelling or, you know, hitting because they, they're so impressionable at a young age that, you know, hitting and yelling, like, eventually it's going to come back to that's what they're going to do to you. Because my son raised his voice at me the other day and I'm like, Bubba, I wasn't yelling at you. And he's like, I wasn't yelling at you either. And he's like, oh, wait. Yeah, and then he'll realize it. And I've tried not to. When the persistenceness of this this kid like kicks in, it is very difficult to keep composure sometimes. Because it eats at me. And it's more like affects me than it does my husband sometimes and other people it'll bother them more than it will me sometimes. And um at the end of the day, every child is so different. And once you learn about that child and you build your 
parental child relationship, you know, and you can have respect for one another and, you know, keep things calm, you know, chaos is usually, chaos is gonna happen with kids, like, we know that, right? But if you can find the calm within the storm and show them that and teach them that habit, it helps them to regulate themselves when it comes to their nervous system and their feelings. Um, there's a lot of times when your kid can have a feeling that they've never had before and they don't know how to explain it to you. And the only thing that you can do is just help them, you know, break down, like, what their body is going through. Like, sometimes you just have to kind of dig deep and you have to kind of have those conversations. Like, you know, one thing my son says is, like, you know, my brain just feels crazy. And I was like, you know, what do you mean by that? And he's like, mommy, I don't know how to explain that. So, I ask him, you know, do you feel like you're thinking about too many things at one time? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. And then... I'll ask him questions like, you know, well, what is your brain, you know, what are you thinking about? And he'll ramble on about what he's thinking about. And it just goes to show you, like, kids have just as many thoughts as us adults do. They have just as many tabs open as us, you know, adults do sometimes. And, yeah, the ADD side of him, you know, has some behavioral tendencies when it comes to food dyes and things. So always ask the question of like, well, what did we have today? You know, because there are certain things that food dye-wise make his behavior get a little bit um, out of control. And it's nothing violent, nothing terrible, but it's in the realm of like, it causes a reaction in the nervous system to where he can't regulate himself. So he'll just persistently do something even though he's being told to stop doing something. Or he'll zone out and he won't hear you. And and it's not even like selective. It's like tunnel. Like he's tunnel visioning. Um, And then hyper. He'll get hyper from the food dye sometimes too. To where he will just come in like a wrecking ball doing things and not thinking about what he's doing. So that's something that I have to keep note on him um, and why he would be acting a certain way. The other thing is too is if he's hungry. Like that's different child when he's hungry versus when he's been fed. So um but yeah that's just a few things that you know that I've noticed in my parental child relationship with my son you know ways of you know the communication and the showing them respect showing compassion if you really think about why our world has gotten the way it has it comes down to a lot of people not understanding compassion who try to use the system that fall into the victimhood 
and not knowing how to come out as well. So, the end of the day, it's all about teaching our kids to take responsibility for their actions, letting them know they are capable. And if all you did today was tell your child that you loved them and made sure they were fed, that's the most we need to do on any given day. Thank you for tuning in.